Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I'm the special guest host, Not So Swift Sam, replacing Not So Swift Sam. I'm Not So Swift Sam. Hi, I'm Not So Swift Sam. Hi, Kate. Hi, Sam. <laughs> new week, new headache immediately for Kate. Yeah. Never quite sure how it's going to start. Well, according to this week's episode, I don't think I know. <laughs> I know that you think you know. And I know that I don't think. This has been a wonderful preamble. Wow, this is just that we are, you know, and this is the sound of everybody being like, I'm going to skip to next week. All right, tune into next week when we do another song. <laughs> hey, you should be happy right now. We're happy. We're kicking off the almost end of a new month of a new year. Listening to some Tay, talking some Swift. Watching Kenny G try to join the conversation. <laughs> Do we think Kenny G, Kenny G is producer Jason's dog, a very handsome Frenchie? Do we think he's a Swifty? Um, I have put on the one Taylor Swift album I have, and he has um, fallen asleep to it. Oh, okay. I'll take it. But that means, you know, nothing because he sleeps to every single uh, <laughs> song that I play. Uh, he's just waiting for me to play a real Kenny G song so he can say, hey, that's my name. That's my name. <laughs> but he doesn't, and we don't. And I don't even own an album. Sorry, Kenny G. Well, I was watching some random TV show, like one of those no whammy shows. I forget what it's called. I don't know. It just happened to be, well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, they were like, you could win a private performance from Kenny G with a meet and greet. And I was like, huh. Didn't see that coming. I saw him in a movie recently. It was a Christmas movie, something like Bad Moms or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was a really great movie. If it wasn't on Hallmark, I didn't see it. Oh, uh, it was on maybe like Netflix or something. But anyways, it was it was really funny, and they were like, "Kenny G, get out of here!" You know. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, I mean, you know me. I'm still watching Hallmark Christmas movies, just catching up on all the ones I missed. What was the one that we watched? Uh, Three Wise Men and a Baby. Was oh, the one yeah. We watched Christmas Day. Aye, aye, aye. I, I could do. So think think Three Men and a Baby. It's three brothers. They Two of them, one of them lives at home with mom. The other one lives in the basement. And the, well, the in one the that, backyard. One, one lives of, in the backyard. One of them lives with mom, but he actually is a fireman. So half the time he lives at the firehouse. And his house is got it. He's building a house. Building a house. Uh, son number two lives in the basement and he just lost his job as a computer game designer programmer. Uh -huh. Son number three is a pet therapist and he lives in the pool house in the backyard. And they find a baby. They find a baby. The baby gets dropped off at the firehouse. And so son number one is like, well, I'll take care of this baby. And then he immediately the next day is like, I have to go to work. Uh, brothers two and three watch the baby. And so brother well, and number mom has some sort of crisis. Yeah. Brother number two watches the baby for a while and like can't get the kid to calm down. Brother number three is like, how hard can it be? Let's bake something together. Two hours later, you see like the kitchen's a mess and he's just like shaking the baby and not, not shaking the baby. He's holding the baby, creating it in a papoose and like flour and eggs. Everybody's like, I can't even bake cookies holding this baby. I don't know what to do. They somehow become better brothers, better sons, and yeah. the baby finds a home. And mom comes back. Yeah. It's a very long story. I don't know how we got into the deep, dark hallmark of it all. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to say it. Just cut this out. <laughs> it's the best part of this podcast is when we don't talk about Taylor Swift. Ah! 
<laughs> anyway, so I'm just, yeah, we're just going to jump right into the song today. All right, let's jump right in. Before we can. What is the song again? The song is I Think He Knows. Knows what? This is really going to be a long episode for me. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause. We're listening to track six off Lover, I Think He Knows. We'll be right back. Well, Sam. Yikes, Bikes, and Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Did she like just discover Prince? Like, this is more amusement park than Coney Island's amusement park right now. This is a lot right now. Well, you can't be mad. She doesn't say the song title. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> I'm not mad about you, the TV show. <sighs> it feels like this is a. It feels like this is a late '90s, early 2000s. Um, in a way, Prince song. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't. This song kind of breaks my brain a little bit. If her heartbeat is skipping down 16th Avenue. Your brain got left at the Dunkin' Donuts at Lafayette. I'm having a 6th Avenue freak out right now. All right. <laughs> I like the song. I think it's kind of boppy. It, it's like that. that it's definitely boppy. It's like you're like skipping around to it. You're like, okay. It's boppy, but it's chop shoppy. It's skipping. Yeah, but it's like skipping. It's not just skipping like la la. It's skipping like arrhythmia. Oh God, your heart's clearly skipping. I, you know, I don't know. I think she was trying multiple vocal stylings in that song, and they. Don't always work real well. Yeah, I mean, Lover is not my favorite album. <laughs> this, I got, I, I got nothing. This is, this is, it's an abstract song in some ways. Yeah, I think, uh, just composition wise. I mean, it's like, I she's the architect. She's drawing up the plans. Well, and again, we see this. We haven't gotten to the song in the podcast, but for the listeners out there, she kind of, it's very like, I'm a mastermind. I've been planting. The seeds in here. She's the architect, and like now in, in album ten, we've got that she's the mastermind behind all of this. Like, I like to see when themes like carry through and flesh out in her albums. Okay, 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 okay. So, let's just say that I'm thirty five, and I don't understand her because she's seventeen. Let's just say. Oh my gosh, we're not now. We're leaving that. No, no, I'm just, 17 don't understand. Do again. Like, okay, if no one understands, okay, let's just leave it at that. Like, no one understands what's going on, but she's got a plan. And it's kind of like Heath Ledger's Joker. Do I really like the person with a plan? But they have all these literal plans. Yeah. There's appearing like they don't. Well, I mean, and I want you so it. much that I'm going to make you lock it down. Hang on, though. Like, if you think this could be, I'm not positive, but it could be satirical. Like, oh, Taylor, she dates these guys to dump them and write songs about them. It's all part of her grand scheme. Obviously, you don't have any say in this. Jake Gyllenhaal, John Mayer, Joe Jonas, Tom Hiddleston, Calvin Harris. You don't have free will when it comes to Taylor. She made you do this. You're the victim of Taylor Swift. So yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm a good girl. I don't stay. So you got to lock me down because obviously I'm going to leave you to write a breakup song about you. 
It's just exhausting. Well, yeah, especially if you look at it that way. If it's, I really feel like that's what the song it, is. So it's, I, I'm going to date you just to break up She's with like, you. Hey, just I want to tell you, but I think you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just going to throw this out here, Joe, before you get into get involved with me, because you've got that boyish look that I like in a man, which tracks, check. So you're so obsessed with me. Boy, do I understand that. Because obviously, how could you not be? Kind of a big deal. And you better lock me down because good girls never stay. So if you don't, I'm going to dump you. Which immediately follows. It's It follows the line. I'm going like, to hang out at your... Uh, as soon as you let me into your home, I'm going to make myself at home and you're going to want me to stay. Right. You're going to want me to stay, but I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to stay. And you, better, I, and you better lock me down. Yeah, because... Baby, it's cold outside. You better lock me in here. There's lots of other people that I need to go break their hearts. <laughs> and I think you know what's about to happen because if you've read the tabloids... So is this just her being like New York Times right now cartoon where she's yeah, just being... As- I think she's just like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm the architect, guys. I drew up all the plans. I, you know, I've got like a, a hit list. All right. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal's checked off. John Mayer, done with that one. Let's, Calvin Harris, that's a fresh one. Got him. Who's next? Okay. So the- Tom Hiddleston? Ugh. Yeah, I couldn't. Just That was just too much. The, Moved on. So the, the verse is the John Madden play by play. And the chorus is either one, the truth of the matter, or two, the superficial candy shell that she's showing. Yeah. She's just like, it's like a blank space. Like, yeah. Okay. No one's got free will when it comes to me. I'm just that good. I'm going to just destroy you. Just destroy you. Here I come. Got that. Oh, I mean, want to see what's under that attitude. Yeah. Going to pierce your brain, find out exactly what makes you tick. And then I'm going to use it to destroy you and write a song about it that every Swifty will sing screaming back to me. (laughs) Check. Well, you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. Well, you know, it's got to stay on brand. (laughs) (laughs) Lover, Lover falls red. No. Lovers too after red. Lover follows reputation. Okay, lover reputation. And red. lover is lover, about being in love. Red reputation, lover. Yeah. yeah, but it's like I forgot that you existed. Mm-mm, yep, it is that. Um... And now, like, she's in this new relationship, which uh, she was just trying to get to him so she could break his heart, and like all of the speculation. And she's like, "Yeah, okay, sure." Yeah, that's the, me. Hi, yeah. I'm the problem. It's the arsenic and the apple. I'm yeah. so crazy. So, it's it's such a oh bless my soul, Kate. Because bless your soul. Because I literally am looking at this a certain way and being like, how do I comprehend this? And you're like, what if you look at it with this lens? And you just what but, if she was the mastermind? <sighs> I'm telling you, like that's why I really like this is fun for me because we go back and forth through these albums. So I'm like, wait a minute, I've been stuck in midnights, living my best life in midnights. I mean. Living my best. Outside life. of Shake It Off, The Nights is probably her strongest album. Probably. <sighs> I mean, there's some things I'm still not on board for. You haven't for, liked anything we've done off Midnight's. You didn't like Lavender Haze. You didn't like Woulda Coulda Shoulda. You did not like Midnight Rain. I, and I never I, said it's my favorite album. I said it's probably her strongest album. Do you have a favorite album? Shake It Off the album. Yes, Papa? Oh, oh, uh, oh me. Yes, Papa. Uh, yeah, uh, Midnight's. <laughs> you didn't like Midnight Rain. You didn't like Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. That's shoulda'. not true. 
You guys are both looking at me like I'm crazy. I don't remember. I don't recall. Midnight Rain is when you had the masculine voice Taylor and the regular voice Taylor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So that was a little off. That one was a little off. I think that was the one I told you I didn't really like that much on that album. But but I like the album. Uh Uh-huh. And and what was the other ones that I didn't like? You didn't really care if I would have, could have, should have last week's. I don't even recall last week. All right, let me see if I can pull it up real for you. Real no, quick. we don't need. We don't have to revisit. No, no, no. I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to give you some of my favorite little tidbits from that, and maybe you're going to. It's it's okay. Uh, it's 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 quite all right. I'm just I don't want to be the, the grumpy it's, it's one. It's the John here. Mayer one. It's uh. Oh. I would have stayed on my knees, and I damn sure never would have danced. That with wasn't devil. technically on my. That's not. Oh, because that's a three AM one. Yes. That's so yes. he's 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 a purist when it comes to. Yes, I'm a, <laughs> yes, I'm a purist. Midnight's only happened between the hours of 11.59 I did not, and 12.59. I have not even heard one track off of the 3 a.m. You have. You've heard What a Coulda Shoulda. Okay. And he's one. also never heard one that he likes because he's heard one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyways. Shake It Off is on the album. Try again over there, Samuel. Shake It Off the soundtrack. No. No. I Do I have a favorite album ever? Probably not because I... Half the time for me, it's hard enough keeping these albums in order. <laughs> Little remembering which ones come from where. I'm very certain that Shake It Off follows Red and is not from anything before Red. I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty it's sure not... you're a 1989 Stan. I was going to say that. I feel like I'm in my 1989 era. Also, don't. Please do not call me a 1989 Stan. Well, I mean, if the and I'm gonna like um, no, if the sequin bomber jacket fits. Here's why I'm gonna say, please don't call me a 1989 Stan. I hate the term Stan. Oh, well, sorry, bud. And I think it, for me, it's because I grew up listening to the song Stan. Ugh. And I know what a Stan is. I don't know. And people have Perhaps. forgotten and kind of romanticized what being a Stan is. Wow. You're a 1989 guy. Nope. And you're, bomb, you're glitter. Bo- I think I actually, speaking of, I think I'm going to get a glitter bomber jacket for one of the concerts. I think. How fun. I right? Think, li- I'm with you, but Best I think believe that you should I'll get, be bejeweled. And I will get a glitter bomb jacket with you on the condition that you finally get a moped and we can drive down in mopeds together, tearing up Portsmouth. No, being like, I'm like, yo, good. what up, pink ladies? Let's do it. Well, when you make me 5,000 friendship bracelets for my concert extravaganza, then we can talk mopeds. Well, I haven't seen yarn one yet. I have it for you. It's in my bag. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm supposed to do a show in a couple of weeks. Five nights. I gotta get the get the time off and you wanna make friendship bracelets. All right. We can make it happen in May. So between uh, now um, and May. March. To quote the Dr. Taylor Allison Swift, you're on your own kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't like that song either. It's not it's not about the songs that we didn't like. It's about the memories that we made along the way. It's about the friendships we formed. With the bonds that bind us, I just think that when Taylor takes the criticism and turns it into a song, and everyone's like, "Yeah, see, I was right. She is crazy," and you all miss that she's mocking you. Because, well, of course, I'm going to miss that she's mocking me because I barely listen to these songs. Well, if you barely listen to them, how are we supposed to talk about them? We talk about them by me focusing on it and then trying to <laughs> trying to hyper condense all of these thoughts feelings expressions into 40 minutes or less and time it takes to bake and deliver a pizza i'm supposed to have critiqued and analyzed and thought thought through 
Are we the Dominos of podcast? No, but I'm DiGiorno. <laughs> I'm DiGiorno of Swift. It's not delivery. <laughs> it's not delivery. This is a cardboard box that you threw in your oven. <laughs> it's so funny because like I have managed to work in that I have a podcast into just about any conversation I want to work it into. It's one of the easiest things that I've been able to like shoehorn into a conversation. Uh, and it's so funny people's reactions to it, especially when they find out it's about Taylor Swift. Samesies. Because immediately they're like, ugh, ugh. And they tune me out. And I was talking to one of my regulars, I was talking to his wife, and she's like, oh, like how many streams are you at? And I was like, oh, we blew past 20,000. Like, we're, it's taking along quite nicely. And no, we're not throwing a dance party yet. Even though my my little Swiftlets at Cup of Joe can't wait to do something. So we gotta get in there. But um her husband turns to me and goes, Did you say twenty thousand? And I'm like, Yeah, we have like over twenty thousand streams and hundred and fifty eight countries and blah blah blah. And he goes, What? People listen to your Taylor Swift podcast? And I go, Yeah, Sam and Jason are still mystified by it too, but here we are. Yeah. And then the next question is, well, how, how do you make money off this? And I'm like, I'm just here waiting for Liquid IV to send me packets. <laughs> I feel like your your uh, experiences with um, letting it, uh, with publishing the information in everyone's brain that you have a Taylor Swift podcast is the equivalent of three kids in a trench coat. <laughs> Whereas I, when I tell someone, yeah, I have a Taylor Swift podcast, it's three trench coats and a kid where they're like, what? Why? Who? Ha what? Why? Why you? Why? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why do you, you keep doing it? I was like, yes. Like, so you love her. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> barely love doing this, but I love doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just really funny. I mean, Jason, what's your reaction? What do people, how many people do you tell that you produce a Taylor Swift podcast? Not as many as you. Well, I have. But I have mentioned it as well as my better half has mentioned it to people. She and does get you viewers i think noga era should know that you have the world world viewed swift talk Nah. um but jason's wife ann has this great radio show which every other week i believe it comes out that is correct on this really cool independent radio station called sound waves which you listen to H. anywhere and yeah. ann gave us a shout out a couple weeks ago with yeah. like a mashup of taylor and it was super cool i was so excited just listening along She's a good doobie. She's a great. If you check out Annie Delicious on Soundwaves every other week, I think it, this is a week. If you're listening this week, she's dropping it. No, it'll be next next week. It's anything goes. Anything goes on Soundwaves. We'll Tuesdays. post a link. Yeah. You guys get in the comments. We'll put the link up there. Yeah, we'll put a link up. We're a big fan of it. It's how I spend my Tuesday mornings. She's my chore list because it's fun. You know, you bop around. It's something different. And then right back into Midnight's. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I want to get back to this song real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> okay. What do you got? So. Am I going to be mad? You were telling me that she is the architect. And a lot of this is like, She's it's all the grand the designs. So let's say she, this is her little Easter egg she puts in this song. And then we find out later in her song career, she's the mastermind. Correct? Yep. So. It's because it's mine. Something that I've realized is that, um. The Look What You Made Me Do song. Yeah. That has a lot to do with multiple people, right? It's Katy Perry. Um, it's one of the I don't Kardashians. Think it's Katy Perry. It's, so 
I found somebody made a TikTok video that is a side-by-side comparison between different moments. If you watch the music video. Hang on. Half of- hang on. Hang on. Hold on. Before this goes too far. Mm-hmm. A what? You you got a what video? So you're 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 going Who sent you to, this you're going TikTok? to hear this and then you're gonna completely understand. I saw a TikTok video yeah, but if on I didn't, YouTube. There it is. That was a side-by-side comparison between the Look What You Made Me Do video and videos of Katy Perry, videos of one of the Kardashians, videos of Kanye, videos of like all these notorious Taylor beefs. Questions. How do I know you're an old man without you telling me you're an old man? Uh, back in my day, I could hear the internet. You watch TikTok videos on YouTube? Yeah, I watch Vine. I watch Vine videos on YouTube because it brings me back to the time where I never had Vine. <laughs> Even Jason's on TikTok. Yeah, because he is cool. Kenny G is cool. You are cool. I am not so swift in so many ways. So anyway, um, we haven't gotten into like what you made me do, which is a little shocking, but I'm sure one day the dice will roll that way. Yeah, I... I'm surprised we haven't because I feel like that would be one one of those times you're like Sam watched the video, which that video is wild. I feel like I don't. I went out and watched that because when you were trying to tell me about all the eras of her, and I was like, "Fine, I'm gonna watch this because you're like, there's the missing one because obviously that video came up before most of everything, Mm -hmm. yeah." And I had to watch it, and now that I see the um, the Capital One credit Mm -hmm. card commercials were there, and it's like the twelve twelve days of Taylor that Uh are all in the elevator together. It's like, sh- I don't understand, but I I don't need to understand, but now I have to understand. So look what you made me do is from Reputation, which Taylor was going through a lot with her record album at the time. And when we get to the song, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the video. We'll talk about the symbolism. Yada, 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 yada. But it's really, I think, mostly about being in this cage with her record label that we've come to realize later as more mm-hmm. comes out. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of the Kanye Kim thing, a little bit, but I think it was mostly about her music being held hostage, not being able to do what she wanted Mm -hmm. to do and like kind of having to take control of her narrative when other people weren't willing to help. And that's, this is, that's another 89 or is that lover? Look what you made me do is reputation. Reputation. Okay. So So, after red is reputation. No. Red 1989 (laughs) reputation lover. Okay. Cottagecore yep. Midnight. Reputation is the last album that she did with her production company yes. at the time. Then she goes into Lover, which is her baby. Right. Finally. Okay. Um, and this same. Take a breath. We are in this is the last album she made with the machine. Nope. This is off Lover. What you are you, never you are never going to memorize this. I am never, ever, ever going to know a lot about Taylor. Uh, Koala brain. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. So smooth. Like Patrick Stewart acting and physically smooth. Okay. So. Reputation. Yeah. Last one with Big Red Machine. Lover. She loves herself. She owns herself on her own now. Yeah. Okay. This song on Lover. She owns it. Yep. Okay. Okay. So there doesn't have to be a Taylor's version of Lover. Nope. It is Taylor's version. Yep. Thank God. And so in some ways then. She's free. She's free. 
So, so I think in some ways she's taking kind of like taking control of her music, her narrative, everything she wants to do, how she wants to do it. This for me, lover is a miss. It, it, it doesn't do what I want it to do. It feels very, I don't want to say shallow, but just, eh. right. there's a couple songs I like off of it, but I don't, this is not an album I go back to. I go back to Reputation. I go back to Red. I go back to 1989. I go back to Speak Now. Fearless doesn't do much for me. Lover doesn't do much for me. It, it's it's the equivalent of, I'm not going to childize her, but you are I'm just going to try to explain this in ways that I can understand. You're the child that you go to your friend's house and you see all the toys that they have. And your parents like, you're never going to use those toys. You're, we're never going to let you use, like, we don't agree with them. You're never going to have those. We're never going to have those things in our house. And then when you get out of your house, one of the first things you do is like, I'm going to do this thing that my parents never let me do or that I was never allowed to do. And um, maybe that's kind of like what in some ways this album is. It's like, she's going to do the stuff that she was completely like. They never would have taken a chance on this. They never would allow me to publish this. I actually think that's Folklore Evermore and Midnight's. I think Lever was just, she was in a really good place. Like she had her master. She was, not she didn't have her masters, but she was going to own this album. She was in love. Like the world was coming up Taylor. She got the record deal she wanted with a record company that was going to let her do what she wanted to do. These are songs that she was just like, I'm happy. Here's happy songs. It's happy, mostly. Here you go. And after like Reputation, which was a little darker and a little heavier and a little like angsty for Taylor. Uh This is like the other side. So you have like dark black Reputation and pastels. This is candy blue and pink. Yeah. And so it's like they're contrasting albums. And she's like, I was in the dark, but now I see daylight. And you're like, all right, okay. And then she goes back to dark and gray. Well, no, she goes into like, well, she wrote it during quarantine. So she's like, you know, that's where she was. And that's the style she wanted to play with. And I think she got that like, I'm free. It's like the um, album equivalent of Nicole Kidman dancing down the street when her divorce was final from Tom Cruise. You know that picture? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Like, I just think she was just so happy to be able to do whatever she wanted, however she wanted, that we got this album. And there's some good songs on it, and it's an interesting part of her story, but it's not. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with I mean, you. I like Paper Rings. But hear me out. In the beginning, things were golden, and then things got a little scarlet lettery, and then things went dark, yeah. and then they became bright again, and then they became monochrome a kind of gray a little off color but deeper beautiful black and white pictures and now they're kind of like all the shades of like twinkling lights at midnight neon signs dark alleys because she's the mastermind and she realized you know what i really need i need one of those go back and even if it's not country you need that soft touch taylor you need that you need that bright candy coated taylor and then we're gonna bring them back not just because of covid but because she is, as you said, the mastermind. So, and again, designed, I don't want to go too deep into this because there is the song Mastermind. <laughs> she designed the labyrinth of how to keep my audience engaged. Also a song off Midnight. <laughs> uh, it's been a really interesting watching the progression and the movements. And I do think that with 
Evermore in Folklore, she was able to really distinguish that these were not autobiographical songs. She was creating her own universe, which is starting to set the the stage, the groundwork for her writing and directing a feature film. So it's like she's always in the working Short towards film. something. No, she's doing a full film. She's doing a full film we, now. We have talked about this. Do, 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 do. Right, we have talked about this. Uh, do we know what it's we've about? We've talked yet? about theories. Oh no, yeah, it's about this. It's about the house. It's about yes. The house. Yep. 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 We have talked about this. <sighs> smooth. Yeah. Well. Like, put some wrinkles Rob in there, Thomas buddy. And Santana. Smooth. Put some wrinkles in there, buddy. <sighs> Keep up with the conversations. Yep. So again, this is just her her design, her grand design. She's designs. the architect drawing up the plans. See, and you thought you were just gonna come and like, like hate the song. I'm like, yeah, well, just talking about what people say about her. What people say about her. People are talking. Why is she pointing to us? I think he knows. I think you know too. <laughs> Oh, no. So her heart's skipping and my brain is skipping ahead in time and realizing there are key moments that I'm missing in my life. Y'all are fine. Yeah, uh, what, what do you think, Papa Bear? No? It's a nah from you, dog? I mean, it's, an, it's a perfectly fine song for yeah, me. A, I don't know. It's a lover song. It's a solid five. Solid five. Yeah. It's a middle of the pack Taylor song. Uh, Tom Ballion, who listens who we love mm -hmm. who now knows where you work and it was like oh you guys are on a string of filler songs <laughs> i would say this is a filler song this for is me. absolutely a filler song for yeah. me yeah this is yeah not uh i don't know kate i don't know what's gonna take for me to become a swifty but it's not this song well be Roll the goldfish. dice. Let's see what happens next. I'm, I'm a flipping goldfish. Be a goldfish, Sam. All right. Uh, let me see. We're going to roll. Oh, looks what we're, we're doing. Uh, I think he knows next week. All right. Can I pull an audible? <laughs> Maybe. I think we should do. Look what you made me do. Oh, I'm down for that. We haven't done reputation in a while. I'm into it. We can do that. You want to do look what you made me do? I mean, we're not supposed to be cherry picking songs, but I'm into it. All right. If I roll it. No, I'm in. It. I'm in. We could do look what you made me do. Papa? It's not up to me. I just produce this thing and be grumpy. <laughs> Kidder series. Yeah, All right. We can do look what you made me do. Okay. I'm down. Because, uh, Making you watch, <laughs> making you watch a TikTok video over YouTube is a bit of a dream for me. Yeah, there's a zero percent chance I'm gonna watch a YouTube video that's a TikTok video, but I will watch the music video. Right, it's gonna be the music video, but it's gonna be in a section because it's gonna be a play next to it over TikTok of what they are comparing it to. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. No. So next week we are going to be doing uh, "Look What I Made Kate Do" as she watches. Tell you what, what, you learn to use TikTok. We can watch any of your videos that you come up with on TikTok. I feel like "learn" is a strong word. Well, I think you need some time to learn TikTok. <sighs> you get that intern that you have down in uh, college there to help help me build. We're learn working on TikTok. That. Okay, perfect. She's going back to school now, so That's it'll good. have to be the summer. 
Education is infinite. Graduation is eventual. Make sure she knows that. She's a Swifty. <sighs> we all have mistakes. Yes, she is. So, so what better person to help build the not so swift empire on TikTok than a Swifty? I am the architect. <sighs> I am Sam's fleeting rationale. Let's wrap this up. Uh, you owe me a tequila. Let's wrap this up. All right. Um, so next week, we'll be back with Look What You Made Me Do off Reputation, Taylor's sixth album and the sixth song off Reputation. Six, six? Six, six. Don't even. Just don't. Just just really, really do your best there. I don't know if you know what I was going to say. I just, you know, had a feeling. Plus one is 13. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm not so sick, Sam. Not so swift, Sam. I'm sorry. I'm not so swift, Sam. And we'll be back. Maybe. (laughs) Next week. Thanks so much for listening. 